Today, Rinpoche continued his detailed explanation of the suffering of birth, elucidating the words with Jayan Sheva's outline. Right. <laughs> Okay, so once again we'll be uh, looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, and we'll begin on page... 271 is where we, uh, uh, the, the top heading is the actual meditation on suffering. Uh, so that's the general area where we're going to begin today. Less <laughs> Nebaton, <coughs> Some Dwala mene te nyomopi kunatune 
Dunga um, so if you turn to page 272 uh, in the English, uh, we'll find the first of the eight types of suffering. So under the uh, major heading, the actual meditation on suffering, uh, we have two categories, reflection on the universal suffering of cyclic existence uh, or the uh, general suffering and then reflection on the specific sufferings. Uh, so in that first category, uh, we begin with the eight types of suffering and, and specifically now we're dealing with that first type of suffering, the suffering of birth. Um, so when we uh, look at uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, smaller Lamrim text, which is the medium stages of the path to enlightenment. Uh, so this is the uh, great uh, treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment. Uh, there's a, uh, just as a note, a smaller text, um, which is called the medium stage of the path to enlightenment, not to be confused with the abbreviated stage of the path to enlightenment, which is the Lamrim Duda, and it's different. Uh, this is the um, uh, Lamrim uh, Din. And uh, um, so Rinpoche is uh, referring to that specific text, uh, and he read, as, as I translated it, that's the section on this. Um, so uh, it's a much more condensed uh, explanation, and it's somewhat easier to understand. Um, so when we go to the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, the suffering of birth, we find five categories. And when looking at Jayan Sheba's commentary, uh, that section is actually broken down into two categories. The first category being those five categories, uh, and then the second category is a summary of all of those points, or an abbreviation of those points. Uh, so, turning to the medium stage of the path to enlightenment, 
we have the first category of the five, which is birth is suffering uh, because it is associated with pain. Um, so it's, it states in the medium stage of the path to enlightenment, it's very similar. Um, because there are uh, in, intense feelings of pain that accompany uh, birth, uh, for four types of beings, hell beings, hungry ghost beings, those born from an egg and those born from a, a womb, uh, um, birth is suffering. Um, and so it's associated with pain. What pain? It's associated uh, with painful feelings while the birth is taking place for those four types of beings. Uh, so that's the first category. Uh, the second category, birth is suffering uh, because it is uh, associated with dysfunctional tendencies. Uh, so um, all of the um, beings in the three realms, uh, the form realm, the formless realm, and the desire realm, uh, are in those realms because they are under the influence of karma and the afflictions. Um, so all of their activities are influenced <clears throat> by these negativities. Therefore, uh, because these seeds are present, uh, and always influencing uh, in these seeds, uh, uh, the karma and the being the karma and the afflictions, it makes it so it's very difficult to engage in virtuous activities um, because of the opposite influence that uh, one is always under. Uh, so this is uh, the second category. The third category: uh, birth is suffering because it is the origin of suffering. Um, so when you're born uh, into um, uh, the cyclic existence, um, that actual birth itself is the beginning of that suffering uh, um, uh, of cyclic existence. That uh, It's the beginning of those sufferings that you have to endure within cyclic existence, such as the suffering of uh, old age, illness, uh, and death. So uh, when you're born into any among those three realms, form, formless, or desire realm, uh, you uh, will because of being born into them, experience these uh, various types of suffering. Uh, the category number four, birth is suffering because it is the origin uh, of the afflictions. Uh, um, so when one is born into cyclic existence, uh, um, there are poise, three poisons that are present in influencing uh, um, that being. Uh, attachment, hatred, uh, and delusion or uh, ignorance. Um, so being uh, uh, under that influence, um, I, um, uh, I'm sorry, so because you're born into cyclic existence, there is this arisal of these um, three poisons. Uh, so as a result of that, uh, you're always in pain, or I think it says disturbed by pain, disturbed and in pain, uh, and it makes uh, happiness very difficult. Um, so it's, and then it states that the afflictions uh, that, uh, uh, the afflictions that come about because one is born cause large amounts of mental and physical suffering. Um, so what that means is that when uh, one sees something that he or she is attracted to, uh, then we have attachment that arises. When one sees something that he or she um, um, finds not attractive or distasteful, um, then uh, anger or uh, hatred arises. And then if there isn't, if the object of observation is neither one that is found to be attractive or not attractive, 
then this neutral feeling of ignorance arises uh, in relation to it. Um, so, uh, um, uh, so that's the third poison, uh, delusion or ignorance. Um, so uh, because uh, one is under uh, the influence of these things, one suffers, and the, the, the gateway into, the, into that experience is birth. Um, so that's number four. And number five, birth is suffering because it is an unwanted separation. Um, when you're born, that means that you will definitely have to die because that birth has taken place. Uh, so you will certainly, at some point in time in the future, die. Uh, and that's something that you don't want. Uh, that's uh, an experience that's unwanted um, and will cause a great amount of suffering. Um, so birth uh, allows that um, to happen. Uh, so that's number five. Dingo so in the medium stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, we don't find uh, the um, various uh, points that are made uh, specifically about the womb uh, and so forth. So uh, that is omitted um, from that uh, particular text. Um, but we find that in the great treatise in the stage of the path to enlightenment. So after Lama Tsongkhapa uh, in this text presents the five, which Jayan Sheba has as a, its own specific category, then there's a summary right after the five are presented. And that's that second category of Jayan Sheba's um, um, outline uh, in, his, in his commentary. Um, so it begins here on page 273, right after that fifth category. Thus at birth you are bound to pain and endowed with dysfunctional tendencies. Um, so that's where uh, we'll begin. Um, and then we'll get into uh, the various sufferings one undergoes in the womb, um, which aren't found again in the medium stage of the path to enlightenment. Well, <coughs> <laughs> so a summary of the essence would be the literal translation of the second category of Jayan Sheba's outline. A summary of the essence. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
So then this um, summary of the essence uh, sections, uh, we read, Thus at birth you are bound to pain and endowed with dysfunctional tendencies. Birth leads to illness, aging, and so forth, as well as to the afflictions and death. Consider how these give rise to suffering as well. Uh, in particular, the suffering you go undergo in the womb uh, is described in Chandragroman's uh, letter to a student. Um, so this is the summary um, of those five points that were just presented. Um, so it, it says then, at birth you are bound to pain and endowed with dysfunctional tendencies. So the uh, afflictions arise um, because one is born. Um, and so th therefore uh, you are bound to suffering. And then it says birth leads to uh, illness. So as a uh, result of being born, uh, one is ill, one has to age and so forth, as well as to the afflictions and to the death. So um, one, uh, um, uh, so birth is suffering because it is the origin of the afflictions. Uh, and then birth is uh, suffering because it's an unwanted uh, separation. Um, so we find uh, that all of uh, the points uh, are, are uh, implicitly within this summary section. Um, so uh, in dependence upon uh, these afflictions that we um, are, are, um, have uh, um, as a result of being born, 
uh, we become attached to the things that we find attractive or like, and we hate the things that we find not attractive or uh, don't like. Or yeah, that word hatred is very strong, um, but that's how we translate it: hatred. Or uh, um, here they translate it as hostility. Uh, so we have hostility towards things that we find not attractive, and then things that we find neither. Uh, attractive or uh, um, not attractive, inattractive, um, uh, um, we have ignorance in relation to. Um, so this is what is meant um, by being under the influence uh, and independence upon that. Uh, we have to continuously cycle within cyclic existence. Um, so this section here is saying, uh, consider how these other things give rise to suffering. Uh, so last week we compared um, uh, this to the what came first, the chicken or the egg. Um, so birth gives rise to these things, um, and then you know. But you can see how it gives rise to the various types of suffering. But you could see how then aging uh, gives rise um, to the various types of suffering and allows for death to take place, which allows for a birth to take place. Um, so when we look at cyclic existence in terms of that cycle, uh, we say which came first, the chick, we, we could compare it to that idea of what came first, the chicken or the egg, when we're saying what uh, gave rise to what, was it the birth or the death, etc. Um, so uh, that's that second section in Jayan Sheba's commentary, a summary of the essence. What the どんなじゅんなんたんぶちどんなたらわてんなたんへぶくてとばさじにじろわんまさろわたんにへぶくてとばとばとんじゅうたんちしにじんじゅうたんだてれたたのじしゃてとこんがせだてんじゅうとろわ
Suffering of the womb has five categories, and the first one uh, is this. So, in particular, the suffering uh, you undergo in the womb is described in uh, Chendergroman's letter to a student. Uh, after you have entered the womb, which is like hell, hold on one second. I just want to make sure I'm not translating something incorrectly. Okay, we're good. Okay. After you have entered the womb, which is like hell, you're hemmed in a, by uh, foul-smelling filth and trapped in a pitch-dark gloom, your body cramped, you must undergo enormous sufferings. Um, so here, this is speaking of a, a fetus uh, that is uh, in the womb. And Rimche is saying uh, it's like a, uh, being inside of a bag. Um, so it's uh, being inside of a bag. Uh, and inside that bag, are, there's uh, various bad smells. Uh, and it's quite dirty um, uh, in, inside, uh, and there's no light uh, whatsoever, um, and it's um, uh, almost trapped. Uh, it says trapped in uh, pitch dark uh, gloom, um, but the, um, like uh, bound, uh, held, held there, um, so um, uh, without uh, being able to go anywhere. Um, so that word trapped gives that essence. But uh, um, So trapped in pitch dark gloom, your body cramp, you must undergo enormous sufferings. Uh, so this is the first category, and this is in Chandigroman's uh, letter to a student. Non Rugu 
Ronda Chiro to Susadin said, Lebatan, Lejatan, Nagi Tuji, Nagi Tuji, Dangento, Dangento, Puli, Lonkakitinto, Togo, and Puchasa to the Dudu is Robota. Then ask Can Gisil Tanji, Judge Ami to Wooldenman, under the Jira Tedusad. Jane to Papa Latente, Dawada Regine, Dacen Jun Tasa, Dawada Aman Dacen Corin Zamandua, Tenza Dule, Jibudi, Jiwan Jimendoa, Zubia, Jungan Jena. What about the Tambo? so the first category um, in Jayan Sheba's uh, outline uh, in, about the suffering of the womb uh, uh, is also found in the Descent into the Womb Sutra. Um, so when we look for the source of Chandigroman's points that he made in the letter to his student, uh, we find it in a, a, this sutra here. Um, so I'll read up to the point where uh, the first category uh, ends. Um, Filthy, so this is in the Descent into the Womb Sutra, explains the meaning of these words. Filthy with quantities of urine, brain-like substances, thick saliva, uh, and marrow, the fetus dwells above the intestines and below the stomach in a space which is filled with many kinds of filth and is home to a myriad of bacteria with two uh, very foul-smelling openings and hollows and apertures in the bone. Its front faces the vertebrae and its back the stomach wall. It is nourished every month by its mother's uterine blood. Uh, so this is the first category of suffering in the womb. Um, so just going through it, um, filthy with quantities of urine, uh, brain-like substances, thick saliva and marrow. The fetus dwells above the intestines and below the stomach in a face filled with many kinds of filth. So here uh, it's a very uh, um, foul-smelling, uh, dirty place, uh, um, a, a filthy place, uh, and then home to a myriad of bacteria. So Rimache said uh, a myriad of bugs. Um, so the, they use the word bug in uh, Tibetan, um, uh, in the Tibetan language, the, the word for bug is used. Um, so with very, two very uh, foul-smelling openings, this is referring to uh, the place from which urine comes uh, and then the place from which feces comes. Uh, so uh, that's the meaning of the two uh, very foul-smelling openings and apertures uh, and uh, openings and hollows and uh, apertures uh, in the bone. Uh, its front faces its vertebrae and its back, uh, the stomach wall, and it's nourished every month by its uh, mother's uterine blood. Um, so uh, this is uh, the first uh, category of why uh, the, the womb is suffering.
There is, yeah, no more. That Jeremy Lorin or Chi Dungalayan Nasu Yoroa. Not the Tambo, the Niba days or what in Jaji Vijarimato, Nasu to call in Jacques ドゲモゴヨアレスアマチャサブトヤアナカラトモサヤオテンデルテンデルテンデルポルドゲモゴヨアレスニバテレドワマイセジャノバスイチョワニジシモロシェシンアネメバメバレウネカイマイトマタカ
Okay, so the second category is uh, deals with the effect <coughs> that uh, food uh, and drink that uh, the mother takes uh, has on the, the child. So, um, on the fetus. Uh, so it says, the bits of food its mother has eaten are ground by her two rows of teeth and swallowed. It is swallowed... The food is moistened from below by saliva and, uh, and the oozing of mouth sores while it is polluted from above by thick saliva. The remains of that vomit-like food enter from above through the umbilical cord's opening and generate growth. Though uh, through the um, thickening, quivering, elongated, and globular stages, the embryo is completely transformed into a fetus with arms and legs. The placenta encloses its arms, uh, legs, and cheeks. Reeking like an old rag used for mucus, the stench is unbearable. Enshrouded in pitch darkness, it moves up and down. The bitter, sour, pungent, salty, spicy, and astringent taste of food uh, affect it like hot coals. Like an intestinal worm, it feeds on filthy fluids. It finds itself in a swamp that oozes rotted filth. Its life force is unstable. The heat of its mother's body torments, heats, and overheats it. Uh, all in three degrees, slightly, moderately, and greatly. It experiences uh, distressing, intense, violent, and unbearable agony uh, whenever its mother... Okay, that, so that's where it stops, agony. Then Sumba Ama the draw, the Kagdu. That's what the Aman so whenever um, uh, the mother uh, has, for instance, uh, a hot tea to drink, this hot um, fluid affects the fetus and causes its suffering. Uh, or if she has something that's very cold, for instance, a very cold food, uh, then that will also affect the, the fetus uh, and cause its suffering. Um, so the mother uh, eats uh, whatever foods uh, she wishes, uh, chews them up, uh, and then that food, whatever is left uh, through this digestive process, um, is kind of this leftover material that's like a vomit uh, that goes uh, through uh, um, the umbilical cord uh, opening. Uh, into the baby. So what what happens is there isn't an instantaneous uh, um, growing um, of this uh, fully developed baby. Uh, first there is a, a ma the male and female substances that come together, the red and white uh, secret substances, uh, they come together. Uh, and then there is uh, uh, the a baby or a fetus that is at that moment of conception uh, where they come together, at that point there is a, a baby. Um, and then 
the, the growth takes place uh, in the various sense faculties, uh, uh, um, and the, I'm sorry, the various... Um, so the substances, the white and red substances come together and then there is a slow growth that takes place and then there is a forming of the eyes and forming of the arms and forming of the legs and so forth. So this takes place over time and through that whole process the uh, fetus uh, uh, is experiencing these types of suffering. So this is the first type of suffering uh, uh, that we went over, uh, dealt with the, uh, um, uh, the various um, uh, environment within and the smells and so forth. Uh, this next category deals with the food that the mother eats and the reaction uh, that the baby has to it. And then the third category we're going to get into is the suffering that takes place from movement of the, the mother. Um, uh, so that will be the third category uh, that we get into. Um, but if, and, and for another thing, I just forgot one thing to translate. Uh, and uh, if the mother eats something that's rough or hard, such as a hard type of bread, hard piece of bread, then that will also cause uh, a suffering to the baby. Uh, so we see all of these uh, various types of suffering that the uh, um, baby has to undergo um, as a result of uh, being in this environment that uh, he or she is born from. Okay, so we'll take a short. So in this section, uh, we have uh, many points that are made about uh, um, the, how dirty uh, the inside of the mother is in relation to the baby and so forth. But when we look at the male and female body, the, the inside, in terms of how dirty it is, are exactly the, exactly the same. There's no difference. So we're, and the points that are being made here aren't exclusive uh, to the female as far as the foul smells and the, the lack of cleanliness. Um, they're just the points that are being made here in terms of uh, um, the womb itself. Um, but there's no difference uh, between a male and a female's body uh, in terms of the dirtiness and foul smells. That's <laughs> Chita chita, my you are, my you are, 
Sumba, 
Then it's in Gomen Lung Sumba. Okay, Tuchina. Okay, so we're still uh, in number three uh, in Jayan Sheba's outline, uh, uh, and this deals with the mother's movement. Um, so uh, whenever. Uh, Whenever its mother moves a little, let me just read up to it. The heat of its mother's body torments, heats, and overheats it all in three degrees, slightly, moderately, and greatly. It experiences dressing intense, violent, and unbearable agony. So that ends uh, the second uh, category in the relation to food. Uh, whenever Now, third category, when uh, mother's movement. Whenever its mother moves a little, moderately, or greatly, it also moves in the same way, constrained by five... Uh, bonds. Uh, it experiences agony that is distressing, intense, violent, unbearable, and almost inconceivable as though it had been thrust uh, into a pit of burning cinders. Um, so uh, this, the, the baby uh, is constrained um, like it's ha as if it had five ropes around it uh, and being held there. Um, and then the, this uh, last part about being thrust into a pit of burning cinders uh, is related to these uh, um, being tied or constrained. So if one was constrained uh, um, and then thrown into a pit of burning cinders that he or she couldn't get out of. Um, so, Rumiche, the tarpa nga, the trunk nga, garishin nga. Okay, so if there are five, I said, why is there five, this five? He said, if there's... Okay, so if there were five, you couldn't get out. If you wrapped it around you five times, uh, then it would really constrain you. Uh, and then, uh, I don't, I'm not trying to critique the translation, but uh, if this rope had been wrapped around five times and you were really held, held back and then thrown into a pit of burning embers, um, this is what uh, would be a, a similar type of suffering. Um, so uh, then, similarly, it is said that the fetus is harmed in the womb when the mother eats too much or too little, eats food that is too oily, pungent, cold, hot, salty, sweet, sour, sweet, bitter, spicy, or astringent, indulges her sexual desires, runs too much or too fast, jumps uh, or swims or sits or squats in the front of the fire. Uh, it is also said that the fetus is confined by the stomach and held firm by the intestines as though it were bound by five bonds or impaled on a stake. There is even further suffering when the infant emerges and is born into the outside. Uh, Chender Groman's letter to his student says, It is crushed slowly like sesame seeds in an oil press, and then somehow it is born. Nonetheless, those who do not lose their lives immediately must settle for pain. The body that dwelt and grew in that filth is smeared with the womb slime and has an unbearably foul smell. Memory is lost upon being inflicted with such torment, which is like having an inflamed boil burst or uh, being on the verge of uh, vomiting. Um, so... This section deals primarily with the movement. My question was, is, it seems like number two is also in, in this as well, about the foods and so forth. Uh, and Rimache said that uh, it still falls under the third category. Um, um, so uh, maybe it's the actual action of eating, um, if we translate it uh, and look at the words a little more, the actual activity of eating, the moving, the going, the activity of eating, these things that then results in that uh, type of suffering. Um, uh, and 
So uh, whenever uh, the mother jumps or runs or uh, moves around very quickly, um, there is an amount of suffering that the uh, child has to endure at that time. And in Kham, in Tibet, uh, where Rinpoche is from, as a note, uh, the uh, women continue to work in the field uh, throughout through the whole pregnancy, um, and they begin to slow down a little bit uh, as the child uh, gets large, gets quite gets big, um, but they still continue to work. So that activity, that movement uh, that is taking place, uh, causes pain in the uh, infant. Um, so uh, this is category number three. And uh, Rinpoche uh, only read a, a part of Chandigroman's letter. I just read it to the end, uh, but it's all related, uh, Rinpoche said, to number three, the whole uh, Chandigroman quote. <coughs> so this is third in Jayan Sheva's outline. Mm. Mm. So this is a, um, a separate kind of uh, enumeration uh, than uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's five. So the five are just in relation to this uh, one subject. Uh, they aren't in relation to somehow connected uh, in, in terms of this connects to the first, this connects to the second or the third. This is a separate uh, um, outline altogether that Jayan Sheba has. Uh, and one thing I forgot before, uh, if we were to try to uh, read this and figure out uh, all, what all of these categories were uh, and what the real meaning of this text was without Jayan Sheba's commentary and points, uh, it would be so difficult. Um, because uh, how could we, uh, Rinpoche said it like, uh, how could we know that these five are here, or how could we know these things are present in there without the commentary? just as a, a note, um, the Chandra Groman's letter actually begins number four. Um, so just to, Rimache said, uh, this is actually number four. Uh, so three ends uh, um, right before Chandra Groman's letter to a student. Uh, this, there is even further suffering when the infant emerges, uh, I'm sorry, begins actually right there. There is even further suffering when the infant emerges from the womb and is born uh, onto the outside. Um, so that's the fourth category, the, the actual suffering of the birth itself. Um, so. 
uh, and then we have Chandigroman's uh, letter. So it is crushed slowly like sesame seeds in an oil press, and then somehow it is born. Uh, um, so this comparison, uh, Rumache just described it as it's written exactly in English. When we press seeds, uh, an oil comes out, and they have to be pressed uh, very, very hard in order for the, all of the oil to be extracted. Um, uh, um, likewise, a baby that's being born uh, is being crushed as it comes out uh, um, uh, through the birth canal. Um, so there's a, a, a crushing that's taking place as the baby's being born that's compared to the extraction of oil, a seed being crushed. Tasha <laughs> Um, so Chandra Groman's letter to his student says, it is crushed slowly like sesame seeds in an oil press, and then somehow it is born. Nonetheless, those who do not lose their lives immediately must settle for pain. So uh, uh, many um, die in this process, and this, uh, many babies die uh, during this birth process, and the ones that don't, have to settle for this pain uh, that's being described of the, this uh, crushing pain. Uh, the body that do dwelt and grew in that filth is smeared with the womb slime and has unbearably foul smell. Memory is lost upon being <coughs> inflicted with such torment, which is like having an inflamed boil burst or being on the verge of vomiting. There was no comment. See <coughs> Tamadabu, 
So then we have the Descent into the Womb Sutra being quoted, explains the meaning of these words. And Rinpoche said, the way that this is written is quite easy to understand, because it's written almost like we would just talk, the way that we would speak or have a conversation. Just as a translator's note, a lot of the sutras and so forth and commentaries are written in a very encoded way, using a grammatical kind of... Patterns that are different than we would just speak with, and things are omitted that would normally be there uh, and shortened and condensed. Uh, whereas this is written in a way that one would just speak. Um, so that's what's meant by we. It's very easy to understand because we can just read it, um, just like we would have a conversation. Um, so most of the texts, uh, and and even the Lamrim Chemo that's made very easy and, and palatable for us in English, is not written in an easy way. It's written in a very uh, 
um, encoded d difficult way in some some parts uh, that it really takes a scholar to be able to unravel it. Um, so end of uh, my commentary. Um, but the Descent into the Womb Sutra says, Thus, when all of uh, its major and minor limbs have developed, the fetus stirs in a frightful pitch-dark place of urine that oozes rot, has an unbearable stench, is contaminated by excrement and urine, and continually dripping with foul-smelling filth, blood, and putrid fluids. Energy arising from the maturation of previous karma uh, makes its feet turn up and its head uh, um, turned down toward the opening. So this is the only thing Rinpoche commented on. Um, there, because of this uh, previous karma, um, the moment uh, before the birth takes place, the karma uh, influences uh, the fetus and it turns and then it turns in a direction to head out to be born. Um, so this uh, um, actual turning um, is arises, that actual energy arises from previous karma. Um, it says with both arms drawn in, it is, uh, uh, so, and then Rinpoche said, uh, the arms are pressed together. I forgot that's one other thing that he stated. The arms are pressed together uh, in this way, uh, and then uh, smashed between uh, the, the bones. Um, so the arms are pressed together and then smashed between uh, two bones. So it says, in utter, when, with both arms drawn in, it is slightly moderately and utterly smashed between two machines of bone. The distressing, intense, violent, and unbearable agonies cause all the limbs of the body, uh, painful as fresh wounds, to turn blue. All of the body's organs become hot. Since the, uh, the uterine slime is now much reduced, the surface of the body dries out, and so the lips, throat, and heart become parched. Uh, so Rinpoche said the baby becomes very thirsty um, because of this drying out that's taken place. Um, confined and full of uh, insufferable dread, it emerges, however difficult this may be, when drawn out by the influence of causes and conditions by energies arising from the maturation of previous karma, once outside the air uh, burns like uh, caustic liquid on the womb, the mere touch of the hand or a cloth feels like a cut of a sword, experiences distressing, intense, violent, and unbearable um, agony. Um, so uh, this is uh, number four. Uh, the actual suffering that takes place uh, um, while the birth is happening. Uh, so the fourth is uh, um, <coughs> the suffering uh, the baby experiences when it's being born. Um, so the fifth category is uh, once the baby is out um, um, and has been born, um, then there, uh, uh, and it's being held, for instance, um, then there is suffering at that stage as well. Um, Tishuman <laughs> Redigible, Redigible, Dunage, Tua, 
Chembo, Trapa, Tuba, Maziba, Yito, Moa, Nuan, Joro, Shesong, Jinsa, Tapago, Maji, Sabatan, Lansan, Laban, Nito, Luna, Matanijaba, Yina, what they redigate in the Luzubichi, but Tetubandama, Dunga, what is Kupogo, Nolula, Tenishuluma, Dunsa, Dunga, Tuluta, or the Laba, Ridule, Pugul, Dunga, Sarwa. Teshumata, Dosa. Pugul Jedigitan the then Ngapa, the Shesun, then the Palang, then Gaduka, Kabaka. Palang. Palang Baba, she was a babe in the second, the babe in the second village, ten books ever, you know, doing your attendant of your orders. Palang was a babe in the second, and there you know, and ten books ever, you know, doing it to your Okay, so number five begins in the, within the body of the descent into the womb sutra. Um, so I'll show you where it stops. So, so number four stops, uh, um, confined and full of insuperable dread, it emerges, however difficult this may be, when drawn out by the influence of causes and conditions by energies arising from the maturation of previous karma. Uh, and then now, number five starts, once outside. Um, the Sacheng, the Sacheng Ngapa Minga Re, Jayan Sheba Ngapa? Ngapa Te. Ming? Ngapa Te. Shilo? Ngapa Tsema. Tsema? Tsema Ta Suji Dungenes. Tsema Ta Suji Dungesa. Ugu Tsema Ta Dungen Wares. Oh, okay. Uh, so I just wanted to check to see if Jayan uh, Sheba's outline name was actually once outside, um, uh, but it's uh, um, when birth has taken place. Uh, so w when the birth has taken place, the suffering uh, it endures when the birth has taken place. Um, so once outside, the air burns like caustic liquid on a, a womb. Uh, so the air itself. Uh, actually hurts uh, the skin of the of the baby once it emerges from from the womb, uh, once it, it leaves uh, and is born. Uh, it, then it says, um, the mere touch of a hand or a cloth feels like the cut of a sword. 
Um, so uh, just uh, the parents touching the baby, uh, the, the fingers feel very, very rough and very sharp on the skin. It experiences distressing, intense, violent, and unbearable agony. Uh, it is said that when taken up in, uh, onto someone's lap and the like, or touched by hot or cold objects, the newborn baby experiences distressing, intense, violent, and unbearable agony, like a flayed cow being eaten by a vermin or a leper whose lesions are struck with a whip. Um, so uh, this is all falls into category number five, and, and that's uh, um, where the fifth category <coughs> ends. ตาดิโดตาดิชมมาทาเซตงาบะเจงาบะเตตันเฮบดัวเนวะตันเฮบดัวตัวเตเฮบดัวมาดุดุดุยงาตมาดุดุเจงวะตาฮาเลเดยิ
give a child doing a rogue, doing a laya, Jesi, don't you do us, such in your age. Jesi, that and then guide on a nail or magic room, and all do you do, such in your duty. Ah, the Jesi, then, then I do. Jesi, the little guide on a nail, bless Okay, um, so now uh, we uh, go to the suffering of old age, and then Jayan Sheba's uh, outline, we find two categories. The Jayashe, the um, uh, broad explanation, uh, and then the broad explanation, we have five, uh, these five categories again, uh, and then Dundu, uh, uh, an abbreviated meaning. Um, so uh, that uh, it's very similar. So we have the um, broader explanation and then the abbreviated meaning. Mm-hmm. Guy doing a male tombo and a Zuzombo, Yonson Yabane Keba Jutter Kuba, Keba Jutter Jutter Kuba Tan, Nangotai Matutar Kawa, Kawa Tan, Tawasa, Tawandi Dede Tar Hime, Kimba Suji, Dungamo Banyan, Maduba. Mudubanjo Okay, so the suffering of old age. Uh, there are five points to contemplate. So the first, uh, a handsome body deteriorates. Your back bends down like a bow. Your head is white like the drawa, grass flower. Uh, Wrinkles cover your forehead like the lines of a cutting board. In ways such as these, youth breaks down and you become unattractive. Uh, So as you uh, age, um, even if you are beautiful uh, when you're younger, um, that beauty deteriorates um, uh, as you grow older. Um, and you become more and more unattractive, the uh, opposite of what you were. Um, so once uh, you, your youth is gone, um, that, that beautiful body um, begins to break down. And your hair that uh, was once a, a color uh, becomes white. Uh, and your skin uh, begins to wrinkle uh, more and more. Um, so these are, and as a result of uh, this happening, um, as you be- become uh, unattractive and your beauty uh, is lost uh, and your hair turns white and uh, you have wrinkles, once this happens, it causes suffering. Uh, so therefore, 
uh, old age is suffering or the aging is suffering. Um, actually, uh, this old age would be, I think, better at times to translate it as aging um, because it's uh, not only referring to, it's referring to that process of, of getting older. Um, so uh, that's number one uh, among the five in the broader explanation section of uh, Jayan Sheba's commentary. Uh, so we'll go through this slowly, and today uh, we'll end uh, class here. Uh, so if everybody wants to turn to the uh, concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. And anybody who's new, uh, there's a board meeting, isn't there, right after class today. Um, but if you have any questions about the center, you can ask uh, any of the members that have been around uh, for a period of time. Um, and you'll be able to get a better explanation of uh, you know, what the center is and what we represent. I apologize. My introduction uh, could have been a little bit better when I came in. I was trying to get things together, um, but it's really a, a wonderful opportunity to learn uh, the Tibetan Buddhist tradition in a, in a thorough fashion. Uh, it's very rare. Uh, so uh, in order for our virtue to remain with us and become a cause for us to become Buddhas, uh, we have to dedicate it. So we'll do the concluding mandala offering, dedication prayer, and the finishing prayers. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I've collected for the benefit of the teachings and all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious guru. I dedicate this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Abhogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso may stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kinsar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimshi, Guti Shapi Denonang, Matsu Lam